was Mardanasra. It's already a Chazaka. It's so nice for me to be. I, I, I love coming here. I really, really do. I love you guys. It's very, very nice. Okay, so uh, hopefully you had a nice Rosh Hashanah, Vez Hashem. We'll have a Gemar Chasim Ataiva. Vez Hashem should be a good year. Should be a good year. Okay, so let's learn a few minutes. Bishus the Rav. We'll learn a few minutes, uh, preparing a little bit for, for the Yom HaKadosh, for Yom Kippur. So it's like this, you know, there's a, there's a well-known mission at the end of Mesechus Tainus, and people usually quote it and, and think about it more when it comes to Tubav. But I was thinking today, that Mishnah is also related to Yom Kippur. What does it say in the Mishnah at the end of Tainus? So it says in the Mishnah, that the greatest holidays by Kal Yisrael, by the times of the Beis HaMikdash, were Yom Kippurim and Chemisha Asabav, right, Tubav and, uh, and Yom Kippur. And the, the Mishnah says that the way that Kal Yisrael expressed the Simcha on those two days was the same. They would go out, that the daughters of Yishalayim would go to the vineyards, they would dance in the vineyards, the Meksha Dochim was Devsha Dochim. Okay. And so the Gemara then says, okay, Vishlam, Yom Kippur, we understand it's a day, it's a, it's a Yantif, it's a day of Slicha Mechila. And it's also the day that the Luchas were given, the Luchas Shnias were given. So we understand. But Tubav, what's, uh, what is Tubav? So that's, that's, it goes through a whole bunch of things that happened in Tubav, what's significant about Tubav, and that's where people, you know, when it comes to Tubav, so uh, that's the only Marmokim, you know, so you have, to, you have to think about it. With Yom Kippur, there's so many other Marmokim that sort of gets lost in the shuffle. But we have to think about that. I, I think if, if any of us were asked to sort of rethink how to commemorate, celebrate, express Yom Kippur, the last thing we would think of is this minig of Stamid Shbidev Shadokim. And specifically this way of going to the vineyards, but just the whole idea of, the, of it being a Dev Shadokim. You know, and the Gemara says, like, that's Pasha. This Shlomo Yom Kippur, we understand. It's a day of Slich and Mechila. Yom Shnit by Luchashnias. So we understand that it should be a Yantif in this way of Shadokim. But Tuba of Osep is Tuba. So I think we have to figure out what's the Bishlam of the Gemara? Why is it so, uh, why does it make any sense at all that Yom Kippur, again, we understand that it's a Chash of a day, Yom Slich and Mechila, Yom Shnitna by Luchashnias, but to be, to be expressed in such a way as the day of Shadokim, it's Taka That's number one. Number two, it's interesting, Bechlal, this, this, the Shaykhis between Yom Kippur and the Inyan of Shadokim. The first Mishnah Meseches Yuma says that as a hachana for Yom Kippur, so we know that obviously the Kain Gadol is the, uh, the focal point of Yom Kippur, as the way it was. So uh, the Mishnah says, the Frisian Kain Gadol, that uh, for seven days before Yom Kippur, they would be mafresh, they would separate the Kain Gadol, be Beisai, Lulishkas Ferhedjan, they would separate him to a place in the Beisai Migdash, and that's where he was sat for seven days, and that's where he would prepare himself. You know, so Tzmachlok, as Rishonah, happens to be what the site of that separation was. The Pashtas is, which is probably, you know, that's the Shita of Rashi, which is probably the Pashtas, is that it was just a matter of uh, making sure that, you know, he doesn't come, into, come in contact with anything Tomei, that he has the right headspace to prepare for Yom Kippur. Uh, but according to other Rishayinim, Taisa Rosh, the Rambam is also mashma like this, that it wasn't just Tamahafrasha to avoid Tumma and so on. This was him being sep- separated, mi Beisai, and Beisai being separated from his wife, this was a sort of teisefes chinuch. We know that in order for a kain to become a kain gadol, so he has to go through a process of, of uh, to be mekavish, to be mechanichim as a kain gadol, shem and mishcha, ribay 
And so in order to become a super-duper deluxe Kain Gadol for Kedusha's Yom Kippur, he has to go through a, a more intense, intensified Indian of Chinuch, and that was with Mafrish and Kain Gadol, Shivas Yom to be separate from his wife for seven days. So it's interesting, if anything, Yom Kippur seems to be the opposite of Shadokhim. Right? The whole way he's becoming a Kain Gadol that's Roy for Avodis Yom Kippurim is by being separated from his wife. Now, what's ironic is that at the same time, the halach is, in order to be a Kain Gadol, the Chlau, for Yom Kippur, he has to be married. So it's like a very, very strange thing. Like, he's supposed to have, so it's Shaykh the Shadokhim, it's the Indian of. of, of, of Bases of Ishta, the Indian of Ishvisha is very strong by Yom Kippur. Again, they would celebrate Benais Yisrael, Benais Yushalayim would go out, was the day of Shadokhim. The Kain Gadol has to be married in order to function as a Kain Gadol on Yom Kippur. But Mitzat Sheni, I mean, you were Mechanichim by separating him from his wife. So it's like, a, you have to understand the Oymik of this. These, the, these two sides, evidently, there's like sort of two, a, a, a tug of war on Yom Kippur. On the one hand, there's a side of Yom Kippur which is the opposite of a Shidduch. Like we have to separate them, and mitzad sheni adarav. It's a day of shidduchim. Okay, so then needs explanation as well. So, okay. so you have to figure that out. What's the sin of yom kippur with a shidduch and so on? Okay, fine. Uh, point number two. If you take a look at the Rambam, it's a it's a well known uh, it's a well known Rambam in, in Hilchas Tshuva. So Parak Beis in Hilchas Tshuva. So the Rambam tells us the following principle. Afal pi, just read it quickly. I'm sure you'll you've heard this Rambam before. Afal pi shatshuva vatzaka yafal oylam. Even though tshuva and davening is always good. Ba'asaris hayomim shabein rosh hashanah of yom kippurim, but during aseris me tshuva he yafal biyaser. It's especially good. Umiyadi miskabelas and it's accepted by the rabbanim shlom immediately. Shenemar dir shasham bimatzay, famously. And the Rambam says b'medavoramurim. When when is this said? That there's a distinction between Aser Simei Tshuva in terms of the acceptance of Tshuva and the rest of the year that by Aser Simei Tshuva it's Mamish Neskabel. That's Biyacha, that's by Yechidim. So by Yechidim, the course of the year, it's, always, it's a good thing to do Tshuva, but it's not always accepted so quickly. Aser Simei Tshuva, it's always accepted. Avul B'Tzibor, when it comes to a community, Kolzman Shaisen Tshuva, whenever Tzibor does Tshuva, B'Tzayikim, B'Lev Sholem, and Lidavim. So Heinen, and they're always answered. That's, that's uh, the Ram. That's Halach Havav. Perik Beis Halach Havav. Then the Ramam says, in Allah Zayin. Now again, in Allah Havav, the Ramam said, the 10 days from Rosh Hashanah Kippur, 10 days including Kippur itself. So Aser Simei Tshuva, the Ramam is telling us that Aser Simei Tshuva, again, from Rosh Hashanah through Yom Kippur, that's a time of, uh, or Tshuva and Davening is, fully, is very much accepted. It's only Negea for Tzibur, for Yachid, uh, for Yachid, I'm sorry, for Tzibur, is always accepted anyway. That's the Ramam Allah Havav. Allah Zayin says the Ramam, that's, what I just said is true, generally. But Yom Kippurim, but then there's something special about the day of Yom Kippur itself. So there's two sides to Yom Kippur. There's Yom Kippur, Mitzad, it being part of Aser Simei Tshuva, which is really only significant for a Yachid. For a Tzibur, it's pretty much irrelevant because the Tshuva of a Tzibur is always accepted. So as far as a Yachid is concerned, on the one hand, Yom Kippur is part of Aser Simei Tshuva. But then there's something unique to just Yom Kippur itself. Says the Rambam, Yom Kippurim, Uzman Shuvah Lakal. But there's something special about Yom Kippur Mitzat Atzmai in the Tshuva of Yom Kippur. L'yachid u And it's relevant for Yachid, certainly. It's part of Aser Simei Tshuva. But even for a Rabbim, that their Tshuva is always accepted, but there's something special about the Tshuva of Yom Kippur. V'uketz mechilos lich Yisrael. It's hard to touch the words, but the way the Mepharshim say, V'uketz mechilos lich Yisrael means it's, it's the height of forgiveness. The height of mechilos lich 
the most, the, the greatest level of slich and mechila is found through Yom Kippur. And so what the Ram is telling us is as follows. During the course of the year, again, if you're a yachid, it's very hard to do tshuva. It's very hard for it to be accepted. If you're a tzibur, it's always accepted. But lemaisa, even if a tzibur does tshuva throughout the course of the year and it's accepted, but kates mechila slicha for it to be for it to bring a level of atonement, which is its ultimate level, that's impossible except for Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is a time of kates slicha mechila. Lafichach therefore says the Rambam chayevna kolasis tshuva ulesvad is Yom Kippur. Therefore, that someone has to do tshuva on Yom Kippur because of the the the, the quality of the forgiveness of the level of slicha mechila that can be found in Yom Kippur. Everyone has to do tshuva. Okay, that's the Rambam. So obviously we, we need to understand this. What exactly does it mean that Yom Kippur? Yeah, okay, Yom Kippur is a auspicious day, it's a chashvah day, but what exactly, what's the Hagdar? What does it mean exactly, Kate's mechila slicha? What level of mechila and slicha and kapara is only achieved by Yom Kippur that even a tzibur requires Yom Kippur? So why, why is that? What, what exactly does that mean exactly? You know? What does that mean? What level of mechila is missing by a tshuva of, let's say, even a tzibur the rest of the year, which is always accepted? But what's, the, what's this nekud of Kate's mechila and slicha? Okay. Fine. Alright, so how do we even begin? This is going to be... This might be a little tricky. Okay, so I'm going to do the best I can over here. Um, w- w- so the, the ideas that I'm going to mention right now, it's, it's, it's a shtickel rashi problem. Okay, so... So, you should know going in, that not everything's going to make 100% sense. Like, it'll, it'll, it'll make sense... I said that wrong. It'll make sense, it, and I believe it to be true, I mean, you know, but in terms of, um, I'm not necessarily going to be able to explain everything, let's put it that way. Okay, so here's the Nakuda. To appreciate Yom Kippur and the, the dynamics of Yom Kippur, the, the, the quality of Yom Kippur related to Shaduchim, what it means, Kate's Mechil, and Slicha, we really have to zoom out a little bit and really appreciate and understand a little bit better Baimik and Epimius the whole month of Tishrei B'chlal. The whole Yantif season that, we, that we're already in the middle of. From Rosh Hashanah, through Shemini Atzer, Simchas Torah, the Chap, what's going on. Now again, when you look in Chumash, so all these holidays that, we're, that, we, that we go through, each one is sort of independent. Rosh Hashanah is mentioned in Chumash, if you've done that without much explanation, but okay, there's the Yantif of Rosh Hashanah, there's Yom Kippur, fine, there's the Yantif of Sukkot, one of the Sholosh Regalim, Shemini Atzeres, and they're all kind of their own Indian. That, that's how it's presented in Chumash. <clears throat> but he, here's the idea. I'm going to share with you an idea we find from the Kisviari to, to understand it, to appreciate what the month of Tishrei is. But in order to introduce it, so let me give you a couple of Hakdamas. Okay. Hakdam number, Hakdama number one. Okay. Hakdam number one is that we, we know, listen, we have Tarek Mitzvahs, yeah? Every single one of the Tarek Mitzvahs is different, right? So Mezuzah and Chavez Sheikh Luvin they're very different from each other. Every mitzvah is different. Every mitzvah is unique. It's unique circumstances. It's unique uh, conditions. <laughs> but in Primus Atar, what we're, what, what's been revealed to us, Suvet Tzadikim, Darizal, Befrat, Rashash, and so on, what's revealed to us is the following thing, that the truth is, although on the outside every mitzvah is unique and different and seems to be involved with different activities, that's only in Chitzainius. In Pneumius, every single mitzvah and every single aspect of Vedas Hashem boils down to one thing and one thing only, which is the following. Creating an infrastructure in the neshama, 
and an infrastructure in the world that we live in to allow Elokus, to allow the Rabbani Shlalom to come into, to be manifest and to be Megal himself to our Nefesh and into the world. Nachmal, every mitzvah goes down to the same thing, creating an infrastructure for Elokus. An infrastructure for Elokus. I'll give you something interesting. In the, the Kavanis that we, we have, Kavanis from the Rizal, from the Rashash, and so maybe some of you have maybe seen this, you know, there's Yisrael, you go to Mekubalim, uh, so you see such a thing, like they're davening shachis, but their sitters like super duper deluxe thick, right? What is that? So there's a, there's a system of kavanas, shemes akdashim, that, that really we're all engaged in, whether we realize it or not, but by the Mekubalim, it's out in the open. They, they're, you know, they're conscious of, of uh, what's going on. So the kavanas that the Mekubalim have revealed to us give us a little bit of a window of what's going on behind the scenes of every mitzvah. And what's amazing is, is that the kavanas that have, that have been given to us and revealed to us by the reason on the Rashash, every mitzvah that you do, it could be a shahako or eating matzah Pesach night. It boils down to the same basic shemes and the same basic infrastructure, because that's what it is. Every single moment requires a different activity and a different matzah requires a different avoida. But at the end of the day, it all boils down to the same thing. I'm creating an infrastructure to allow a lakus into my life. Bederech Mashal. Bederech Mashal. Maybe this is a piece of advice that will save you time and money. I don't know. But as husbands, really, like, let's put it this way. Like, as husbands, really, the only thing we should ever be saying to our wives are, like, one of three things, right? Either, like, I love you. I'm not going anywhere. You can rely on me. Something like that, right? So you can't, you, that, that's basically what it boils down to. You can't always just say that. You can't just repeat yourself on a loop like that. So every single situation in life and in a marriage requires a different conversation, different words. But the M is impenimious, that's all you really are trying to communicate. And the same thing with, uh, and, and the wives also have their, you know, basically, you know, one or two sentences that they should be communicating to us. Uh, different levushim. It's a levushim change. So there are a bunch of also. There's the, the 613 uh, Levushim, 613 different experiences that the Rabbanu Shem talks to us. But at the end of the day, it's like the Nabi Melch said, right? By Har Sinai, Eila Dvarim Asher Dibar Lakim is called Dvarmeila. Rabbanu Shem says all these things. And what is it? At the end of the day, everything the Rabbanu Shem is saying is on Echashim Lakach. So every mitzvah we have, whether, again, from the, from the rarest of mitzvahs to the most common, it basically boils down, in chitzonius, it's all different sentences. So you're talking about this, you're talking about that, you're, talking about, you're experiencing this, experiencing that. It boils down to the same nakuda, creating a matzah of elikos. Okay, that's number one. Number two, hakdama number two. When we think of time, the way we, you know, you, we, we usually think of it as, okay, we have uh, one second, then another second, then another second, another second. But the way to think of time in more, in Pneumius, in the more way of Avodah Hashem, is to think of it in terms of like Klal and Prat. Klal and Prat, what do I mean? So for example, uh, today is Tuesday, right? Okay, today is Tuesday. So tomorrow morning, Avodah Hashem, we're going to get up, it's Wednesday morning, and we go to Shachris, yeah? So chakras is no different than any mitzvah. It's basically creating an infrastructure to allow the Rabbani Shalom into the world. <clears throat> but the way, the way to think of it would be the following thing, is that, the, that let's say when it comes specifically with davening, specifically chakras. What you're doing by chakras, to a certain degree, is engaging in the entirety of Wednesday. So the entire, the, the, that's the way to think of it. Like there's, there's one big collective reality that's called Wednesday. 
And that collective general reality of Wednesday is what you are creating, what you're, what you're manipulating, what you are building the infrastructure for the Rabbanu Shloilam of Wednesday by Shachris. Now once you've done that by Shachris, now you move into the details of Wednesday, and now that collective day, which has been sort of on a collective scale, been taken care of, now you go into the Pratim, now you break it down. Kalal and Prat, that's the way it goes. So in other words, um, you know, so if, let's say, you know, Yidav and Shachris on Wednesday, that means that on a general scale, Wednesday has been converted into a vessel for Elikos. That's what it is. But now that you've done that, so you don't just sit back and wait for Thursday. You now have to, you know, sort of now engage in Wednesday in a more prati stick away. So there's a klal of Wednesday, and then there's the pratim of Wednesday. Fine. Just as that's true for Wednesday, and that's true for Thursday, you could zoom out, and you could see an entire year in such a way. What's the Indian of Rosh Hashanah? So the Arizal was Megala, that the Indian of Rosh Hashanah is the following thing. The Indian of Rosh Hashanah is the same thing on a year-level scale of, whatever, of what you do Wednesday morning vis-a-vis Wednesday. So just like on a Wednesday morning you dive in Shachris, and that Shachris is Poyal, you're creating, an, the, when, like Wednesday is like, an, is like a construction site. Wednesday is a barren wasteland when you first enter into it. And you're the construction worker, you're the engineer. You've got to create an infrastructure for the Rabbanu Shalom to come into Wednesday. And the way you do that is by Davani Shachas. That's Wednesday on a collective scale, on a, on a klal, dikkah level. Then you move into Wednesday, but Prati is 905, 906, 907, 908, and so on. But on a collective general scale of Wednesday, you're masaking it with Shachas. That's true on a yearly scale with Rosh Hashanah. What, what Shachris does on a Wednesday, Rosh Hashanah should do for an entire year. So comes Rosh Hashanah, Tavshin Pei Dalet, by being Isaac, by davening through Rosh Hashanah, and all the Avedis of Rosh Hashanah, that is, again, no different than any mitzvah, it's just the scale is larger. On Rosh Hashanah, you are, through Rosh Hashanah, Tavshin Pei Dalet, you're misaking collectively the entire year of Tavshin Pei Dalet to create it, to, 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 to form a vessel of Tavshin Pei Dalet to for Elikos, for the Rabbanu Shalom's presence to come into the world. And then you move out of Rosh Hashanah, now you're dealing with the Pratim of Tavshim Peidalet. Just like a day, you can see it as a general picture, a big piece, then, then you can see it in piece by piece by piece, right? Same thing as a year. That's the way it should be. And so Rosh Hashanah is this Indian, and then Yom Kippur is a separate Indian, Sukkot is a separate Indian. Okay. But comes the reason, the reason says like this, that's all the way it should be, and it would have been. But here's the problem. The problem is that we know what happened on the first Rosh Hashanah. So the first Rosh Hashanah was the sixth day of creation. So the sixth day of creation started off pretty good, right? But then it took a turn, right? So Adam and Chava were created, it's Kivaldik, right? And all of a sudden, ah, So what was the Chet So it's interesting. You read Chomish, they eat from the tree. According to Chazal, according to Chazal, that Chet of eating from the tree of knowledge, uh, it had a more subtle beginning to it. Again, like I said before, there's Rashi Prakim. We're not going to go into the specifics and be for everything. We're just giving a general, colonialistic uh, bird's eye view of things. Uh, the, the root of that chait really began a little bit earlier, which is that Adam and Chava didn't wait for Shabbos to be together. That there was a yichud between Adam and Chava before Shabbos. As Rashi brings down from Chazal, that the Nachash saw them together and he was jealous. 
and that's what motivated him to try to uh, convince them to eat from the eat from the Eitzadas and so on. According to the Zara Kaddish, this was the root of the chait. The most subtle origin of chait was the ziva between Adam and Chava before Shabbos. That they were not willing, they weren't able to wait. They didn't want to wait. They 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 they, they had the ziva too early. Okay, Mimela, That's why it's connected with with das, right? That's why it's Eitz Hadas Tavirah. The word das is always a code word for for ziva for for connection for the Eid Adam Okay, so said the reason like this. Because that's what happened on, on Friday, that created a pagam, that created a, a kilkel in Rosh Hashanah. Created a kilkel in Rosh Hashanah. <clears throat> Again, let's go back, just to explain. Again, every mitzvah boils down to the same basic thing. You're creating an infrastructure for the Rabbani Shalom to come into the world. Now, maybe I should have mentioned this before, I'll mention it now. That inyan of the Rabbani Shalom coming into the world through a mitzvah, and through that infrastructure that you created, that's called Yichud That's called Yichud. That's called uniting the Rabbanu Shalom with his creation. It's called uniting the Rabbanu, the Chassan and Kala. Right? The ultimate Chassan and Kala is the Rabbanu Shalom and the Jewish people. The Rabbanu Shalom in this world. The Rabbanu Shalom and Nishmas Yisrael. And so, the, so in other words, in other words, another way to say it is that every mitzvah boils down to one thing, which is to ultimately lead to a Yichud between Kuchibrich Shchente. To a Yichud between the Rabbanu Shalom and the world. That we should be able to to, uh, to connect with the chasen. That's what every mitzvah is about. And that's what Rosh Hashanah would have been, Rosh Hashanah would have been piled, right? Right away for the whole year. That for the, on, a, on a collective general scale, Tosh and Pei Dalet, there would have been a yichud right away from, uh, that's Rosh Hashanah should be piled, just like any, every mitzvah is piled. But here's, says there is like this, because Admin Chava sinned, and their sin was having a yichud without waiting for Shabbos, so this created a pagam, a kilko in Rosh Hashanah. And now going forward, Rosh Hashanah, the infrastructure that we create on Rosh Hashanah, which should result right away in that yichud, like every mitzvah results in that. Whenever you do a mitzvah, right? By chesidim they say, because right? you do a mitzvah, it means you're creating that infrastructure for Elikos. And then what happens? The Rabbanu Shalom comes into your life. You might not feel it, but that's what happens in the neshama. And Mimela, that's called the yichud. The Rabbani Shalom with, with your neshama. That's the chasen and the kala. Rosh Hashanah should have done that on the collective scale of the entire year. But because there was a begam of Adam and Chava that they had a yichud too early, so mida keneged mida, that created a pagam in Rosh Hashanah that the yichud of Rosh Hashanah cannot happen so quickly either. And therefore said that reason, that the avoid of Rosh Hashanah because of the chait of Adam and Chava is now schlepped on for some time. The yichud that should result immediately with the Avoid of Rosh Hashanah, no different than the Shachris of Wednesday immediately results in a Yichud. Uh, you know, in that, in that Shachris for Wednesday, on a collective scale for Wednesday, that does not happen for Rosh Hashanah for the collective year. It schleps on until the end of Sukkot. And so I'll, I'll, you know, I'll put it to you, think of it in, in, in these terms. If every Shachris, if every davening as a Shachris is building that infrastructure, and results with the Rabbanishnal coming into the Neshama, connecting with the Neshama, that's called the Yichud between the Chazin and Kala. So that means that Rosh Hashanah Be'emes should have, is, is sort of, should be that Shachras, it should be that Tfilah for the collective year. But because of the Chet Yitzadas, now what usually is one Shachras, now is schlepped on for a few weeks. So the way that results Magdur is like this. All, now, because of the Chet, 
the infrastructure that we're creating, which should result in the yichud of Kutshavrich Shchinte on Rosh Hashanah for the collective year, now was schlepped on till the end of Sukkot. And it's like this. Again, Mamash Roshay Prakim. Now, what do we have now? Now we have that Rosh Hashanah is Ke'ilu, the beginning of davening, until the word Be'ahava of the first Bracha Shmanesrei. Right? Because again, that the, the, the entirety of Shmanesrei, that's the, the entirety of Shachras, that's the, the full year, that, that creates, that brings you to the Yichud, that should be every Rosh Hashanah done deal. But now it's being schlepped on. So Rosh Hashanah itself, therefore, only takes you to the first Baruch Hashem And then you have Aser Tshuva, continuing that, until the days, in, you know, from, get you to Sukkot, that's Melech Ha'ezer, Mashiach Mogin. And it gets you, you know, and Sukkot itself takes you, uh, you know, towards the end of Shemineser, until finally, Shemini Yatzeres, that's Simshon, that's when the Yichud happens. And so the Yichud, which should have been on Rosh Hashanah, is schlepped on, and only takes place, by uh, by that's the picture of things according to the Riyadh Kaddish. Okay, which means an amazing thing, which means that when we're going through the Yantif, when we just pass Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah is not over. Rosh Hashanah is not over. In order for us to fully finish the Avoid of Rosh Hashanah, it, it, it's it's almost as if Rosh Hashanah is, is slept on. Rosh Hashanah is now elongated. The Avoid of Rosh Hashanah now encompasses. Aseris Mechuva, Yom Kippur, Sukkis, Shmini Atzeris, and so on. And so, really, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. The Kavanis that we have, according to our reason, when it comes to Yom Kippur, Lamashal, or uh, Sukkis and Shmini Atzeris, it's all really finishing the job of Rosh Hashanah. What Sukkis Betzim is by itself, we don't really have a Shaykhist anymore because it's covered over the Rosh Hashanah. We have to finish Rosh Hashanah before we even do anything else. And so the whole month of Tishrei, the whole the yontif season of Tishrei, Be'emes, Alpipnimius, is really just a a um, a, dra- a, a dragged out as a you know it's it's not covered to say, but it's it's a it's a it's a it's a dragged out avoid of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah it starts, but it ultimately leads and and it continues till Shmini and the Yichud, which should have been on Rosh Hashanah, actually takes place on Shmini Atzeres. That's the picture of the Yant of Season according to the Rizal. Okay. But comes the Rizal says, but here's the, the, here's the, the, the interesting phenomenon. Said the Rizal, Yom Kippur is unique. In this, in this picture, this is why, by the way, you know, so, so in other words like this, so we have Rosh Hashanah begins the Avaidah, and the Avaita continues, the Rosh Hashanah Dek Avaita continues on Yom Kippur. That's why there's the Chasim on Yom Kippur. The Chasim of Yom Kippur, that should have been on Rosh Hashanah, it was taking so long. In Pneumius, what's taking so long is the, the, the Kilkul of Adam and Chava, so things get schlepped along. So what starts on Rosh Hashanah then has to be continued on Yom Kippur. And then you have like Hashanah Rabbah, right? Like the middle of Sukkot, like Vaiter going back to Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, because Rosh Hashanah continues through Sukkot. And eventually, Shemini Atzeris is the Yichud, which should have been on Rosh Hashanah. But said the reason like this. The Chiddush of Yom, there is something different about Yom Kippur, though. Yom Kippur, on the one hand, Yom Kippur is part of this system, which is a, an elongated, dragged-on Rosh Hashanah. But the reason said that there's a, there's a dimension to Yom Kippur, which is the following. That everything that, we've been tr- that, we're, that we do from Rosh Hashanah through Sukkot, which takes three weeks, 
in, in a certain level, we, we do it all in one day on Yom Kippur. Uh, again, I, I warned you, it's Rashi Prakim. But here's the idea. The Rizal said, you know, there's, there's, there's all different dimensions to reality. You know, there's all different dimensions. Like we're sitting in this room right now, so the room is the same for all of us, but there's different dimensions. There's different dimensions. There's different uh, types of levels of experience. If a person's eating a chocolate cake, so there's, you know, if it's a regular chocolate cake, so that's one type of experience. If it's a birthday cake, it's a different type of experience. So you can have the same thing with different dimensions to it, different layers to it, you know? So the reason I said like this, there's a layer, the, there's a layer to reality that's mamish pneumistic, very, very pneumistic. And that pneumistic layer of reality, Yom Kippur is mesakein, all of Tavshin Pei Dalad, all in one day. So here, here's, here's, here's the idea, again, in the language of the Rizal. And then, in about two minutes or so, I'll bring this all down back to planet Earth, and I'll explain practically. But here's the, the Nakuda. This is like this. Tavshin Pei Dalad, again, Tavshin Pei Dalad on a collective scale needs to be rectified, needs to be, the infrastructure needs to be built. The Yichel Kishvich needs to happen for Tavshin Pei Dalad. But Tavshin Pei Dalad itself it exists on two planes. There's the chitzainius of Tavshin Peitalad. These are the words. The chitzainius of Tavshin Peitalad and the pnimius of Tavshin Peitalad. The chitzainius of Tavshin Peitalad, that's the avoid of Rosh Hashanah, which is schlepped on through Sukkot. But the pnimius of Tavshin Peitalad is taken care of in one, one fell swoop in one day. That's called Yom Kippur. So here's the amazing thing. Tavshin Peitalad, there's... It, how, how long does it take for Tavshin Beidal to be fixed, to be rectified, to be, for the Yichud Kishbir Hashkinti to take place for Tavshin Beidal? So on the, there's two, the answer is, there's two sides to it. On the, one, on the one hand, there's a side, there's a, there's a level of Tikkun for Tavshin Beidal that is, that was affected by the Chet Eitzadas to such a degree that what should have been in one day Rosh Hashanah is now taking three weeks. But, on a certain, but the, the, there's a certain dimension, a pneumius of Tavshin Peidalid, which Yom Kippur is able to take care of in one fell swoop, Kilo there was never a chait. That's, that's what Darizal's Megala. That's the Darizal's Megala. Now, by the way, this Nakuda, just to go back to some of the original questions, before I explain anything practically, but this explains a little bit of the, the interesting dynamic that we have with Yom Kippur. Because so, based on all of this, Yom Kippur has two... There's two identities to Yom Kippur. There's Yom Kippur as it exists in the, in the Avoid of Rosh Hashanah that schlepped along. And from that perspective, Yom Kippur is not a day of Yichud Kishvir Hushchente. The Yichud doesn't happen until Shmini Atzeres. It's just one step in a long schlepped out process that begins in Rosh Hashanah and finishes with, with Shmini Atzeres. But there's a, there's a deeper element to Yom Kippur, which Yom Kippur has an ability to be masakin the entirety of the year mamish in one fell swoop. Because of this, Yom Kippur is, the, the, in, in a very deep sense, Yom Kippur, the pnimis of Yom Kippur, it's a day of Yichud. Why is it that Yom Kippur was celebrated as a day of Shadduchim? It's because this, was, this is the most amazing thing of Yom Kippur. The most amazing thing of Yom Kippur is, is that despite the fact that there was a, there was a kilkel, there was a pagam, there was a chet etzadas, which means that now the tikkun of Rosh Hashanah the yichud of, that should be in Rosh Hashanah is not going to happen for three weeks. But the chiddush of Yom Kippur is that with that being said, there's an element, there's a, there's, there's a, a reality of Tavshin Peidal that is 
that, that, that there is a yichud taking place on Yom Kippur itself, without it being having to schlepped out in time. And so the Chiddush of Yom Kippur is, wow, there's a day of yichud. Despite the fact that, there, that it shouldn't be a day of yichud, that the yichud really should take three weeks for it to happen. But on some level, it's happening on that same day. It begins and ends on that same day of Yom Kippur. The, 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 the tikkun begins and, and finishes with a yichud just in Yom Kippur itself. That's an amazing thing. This is why Yom Kippur, as I said before, is also, is it a day of Shaduchim or not? On the one hand, we separate the Kohen Gadol from his home, but yet he can't be a Kohen Gadol unless he's married. It's because Yom Kippur has these two sides. On the one hand, there's a side of Yom Kippur which is part of the system of Rosh Hashanah through Sukkot, which is that the Yichud is not happening now. So it's not, it's not a day of Yichud. But Mitzat Sheni, in Pnimei Pnimeis, there's something about Yom Kippur which says that everything is happening with Basachas, the beginning, middle, and end, the, the, from the beginning of the Tikkun all the way to the Yichud, is happening on that day of Yom Kippur. And Yom Kippur, therefore, in a certain sense, is a day of Yichud. This creates that dynamic, this duality. Um, now, to explain a little of this, to begin to bring this down to planet Earth, I don't expect any of you to have any idea what I just said, okay? That's totally fine. I barely know what I just said, okay? So you're in, we're all on the same page over here. I'll give you a little bit of an example. So what, so what does this tell us about Yom Kippur? In other words, what we see from here is the following thing, is that when we think of Yom Kippur and its place in the Yontif season of Tishrei, we have the following phenomenon. That something, that, that, there's a certain, that the Yontif season is very much defined based on things needing time. Things need time to develop. Things need time to develop. You have to go from Rosh Hashanah, you have to go through Aseris Meitshuva, you got to get Yom Kippur, the days in between Sukkot. There's a Mahalach. Slow down. There's a Mahalach. But all of a sudden comes Yom Kippur, and Yom Kippur mitzad atzmai. It's like, a, like, a, like a, a little bubble in that elongated, schlepped out Mahalach. There's a little bubble, there's a little window that's called Yom Kippur, which says, yeah, but it's, it's, all, it's all one day. I'll give you an example. Yaakov Avinu. Right, Parshas Vietz, Yaakov Inu meets Rachel, right? he, he, he says in Pasuk, uh, he loves her, he wants to marry her, so he goes to Lavan, and he says, I'll make you a deal, I want to marry Rachel, so I'll work, with you, I'll work for you for seven years, and I'll marry Rachel. That's not good, like, uh, negotiating tactic, right? Why? You, you start with seven years, <laughs> say that you want to marry Rachel, if Lavan says, if he starts hemming and hawing, then say, okay, I'll work with you for a month. A month not enough? Okay, if you... Seven years you start with... The answer is, Chazal say that Yaakov Avinu, the Mustyuk Nisha Yaakov, Yaakov Avinu looked like Adam Rish and Kedem Chazal say. Yaakov Avinu was a Gilgal of Adam on some level. We know that Yaakov is Bachar Shabavis. Yaakov on his personal, in his personal life was to a certain degree like Adam Rish and Kedem Which means that his wives, Rachel and Leah, eventually married Rachel and Leah, Bill and Zilpah, they were a bechina of chava kaidmachet. Yaakov Avinu loimeis, just like Adam kaidmachet. Which means that when Yaakov Avinu was marrying Rachel, again, his intention was just to marry Rachel. When he was trying to marry Rachel, he wasn't just down finding a shidduch. This was him trying to fix the chet of Adam and Chava. And what was the chet of Adam and Chava ultimately? The fact that, he, that the yichud happened too quickly. So what does Yaakov Avinu do to fix that? Uh, we're going to slow it down. Seven years. I'll work with you for seven years. But you know what the amazing thing is? In other words, him, working, him committing to work for, for love and for seven years 
is his is other is sort of Adam Rishon Yaakov embracing the reality of Rosh Hashanah has to wait till Shmini Atzeres for the Yichud. There's a mahalach zman. You have to take a long time. Things have a mahalach. You have to wait. You have to wait. You have to wait. You have to wait. But you know what the pasuk says? That by Yaakov Avinu, it was mamish like a couple days because of his ahava for, for Rachel. What, what do we need that Pusik for? What's the Pusik saying? What is a nafkid? So Yaakov Avinu is committing to work for seven years, but to him it was mamish like one day. It's like, uh, it didn't make a difference. And so that's the study of Yom Kippur. That's the study of Yom Kippur. The study of Yom Kippur is, is that despite the fact that there's something which is very much affected by Zman, very much bound to Zman, very much tied down to Zman, very much determined by Zman, that it can't happen right away. You've got to wait three weeks. It's not Sukkot yet. It's not Shpani Atzeris yet. But the sight of Yom Kippur is, that even though there's, there's something that's dependent on Zman, but there's an element of Ki'ilu it's l'mal ma'azman. Ki'ilu it's happening immediately. That's what Yom Kippur is. And that's what the result, in other words, is, is being megalatas, is that there's a certain element of yichud which, depend, which takes a long time, which has now been, been affected by the, by the chait of Adam and Chava to such a degree that now it's, uh, it takes weeks. But the chiddush of Yom Kippur is that, that to a certain, in a certain way, all those three weeks is ki'ilu it's one day. So to bring this down in Avaida. So 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 what we what we've just what we've just been able to to articulate, what we've just been able, or at least trying to, what we've just been able to to pinpoint is that what is Yom Kippur? The site of Yom Kippur is the following Nakuda. The site of Yom Kippur is taking something which is Kulai bound by Zman and saying that even when it's bound by Zman, the etzem it's l'mal Zman. That's what we're just saying. Because the yichud, in other words, that's what is. The yichud which should be, which should have taken from Rosh Hashanah through Sukkot, which is bound by Zman, and that's a result of the Chet Yitzhadas, but comes Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur says... But on some level, on some level, it's what's happening in one, in, one, in one moment. This phenomenon of there being such a metzius, of there being such a metzius of something that is man, that's very much mugba by man, but nevertheless, but nevertheless uh, 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 being, being also seen and also experienced in a way that's lamal man, that's what Yom Kippur means. That's what Yom Kippur is. You know, Lamashal, um, you know, Nachman has a Torah. There's one piece in the Kutamaran. He makes an interesting observation. It's negated to, to this also. He says that we find such a thing in reality that the more das a person has, the more lamal menazman zman becomes. So, Lamashal, he says, well, let's say you go to sleep, right? And you have a dream. So he says, in your dream, it could be, uh, you could have a dream that, that in your mind it's like 30 years. So you, you know, you, you end up being 70 years old in your dream. It's a whole malach. And then you wake up, it was five hours. So how'd that, how'd that happen? So Nachman says, that, what, what, why, so what, what happened was that when you're sleeping, you have much less das. The less das you have, the more time goes long. 
you're given das when you wake up, you realize what was 70 years was, 50, was 5 hours. And the same thing, Bederach Mashal, that's how it goes. The more das a person has, the more what, usually, what, what actually is taking a long time, it goes by quick. The less das a person has, the more they're stuck in the moment and the moment and the moment, right? So it's the same. We, we, we know this. When a person's going through like a meichin dekatnas, when you're going through a difficult time, so then it's like mamish every moment, every minute is schlepped out, like right now, right? So every, every minute is, is, is being schlepped out. Mamish, every single second is another thing. Why? Yeah, because we're meichin dekatnas. But the more das a person has, the more you realize that what I thought was 70 years is mamish five hours. And what I thought was five hours, even more das is two minutes. And you look at your clock, you're like, wow, I didn't even realize. It's been a few, like, it, it, it felt so short. So there is such a thing that the more das a person has, the more healthy das a person has, there is such a phenomenon of something that is in, bound by zman, but it's, it's experienced as lamal man It's experienced as if it's not bound by zman. That's the side of Yom Kippur. And now what this means for us, so we know there's a big principle. The morale in his farm always makes the following association. And this is where we're going to bring it down very simply. Maybe. The morale says like this. The, the association of the morale is always like this. Zman is always connect, the, 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 the limits of time and the, the, the shackles of Zman is always associated with physicality. The more chumri, the more gashmi, the more physical something is, the more automatically it's bound by zman, right? So l'mashal, even this world, right? In kolchosh tachas hashemesh, right? The shemesh and the areach, the the constellations and so on. That's the way that, that in the ancient world they would gauge time like that and so on. So any, anything that's below the sun, so to speak, is always uh, symbolic of gashmi, of earthly, of chaymer, and that's governed by time. The more heavenly you go, you know, in Shemayim, so it's Lamal Manazman. Time moves much more in a different, different pace, much more different space. I'll give you an example. The Leshem, uh, you know, it's an amazing thing. You learn Chumash, I mentioned other Chava, right? So you learn Chumash, because the Gemara says, so they were created on Friday, right? They went like a few hours, and after a few hours, they were Chaytai. So we think that Mamish, like, you couldn't hold up a few hours. Mamish, we do better than that, a few hours. So Leshem makes the question, Leshem says, you have to understand that the higher you go in the ladder of Das, the higher you go in the ladder of Ruchnius, then, the, then, the, then, then what, what is a long time on a low level is described as five hours on a higher level. So Lesha makes a cheshben that based on the level of, of Ruchnius, that Adam and Chava were what's described as a few hours, to us, an hour level, that we're asleep, to us, would have been thousands of years. So when the Pasuk describes them going through a few hours and then sinning, to us, that's, that, would, that would be the equivalent of thousands and thousands of years of Avedis Hashem, and at some point, uh, a mistake was made. So there's such a phenomenon. So, no, so, so again, going back, so it says the morale. What's the, 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 the Indian of Zman? Zman, Choymer, Gashmi, that's the Indian of Zman. What's Lamal Mazman? So Ruchnis is Lamal Mazman. What's the Chiddush of Yom Kippur? No, again, plugging, plugging it back into the Kisveri. What the Rizal said is, the Chiddush of Yom Kippur is, that that which is Tachas Hazman, that which is defined, Mugbal, chained, schlepped along by Zman, is at the same time able to be experienced 
somehow paradoxically l'mamen azman. What is what at the same time takes three weeks is somehow all able to be experienced in one day called Yom Kippur. So the Chiddush of Yom Kippur is what? Is that that which is B'derach Klal, Tachas Azman, is at the same time also L'mal Azman. Which means, the fundamental study of Yom Kippur is, and it goes back to a very simple thing which we all know, which is, that the Chiddush of Yom Kippur is the following thing. Is that even Gashmias, even physicality, is Be'etzim made of Ruchnias. It's made of, it's, it's it, like, you know, like, think of it like this. Like, when the Rabbanu created the world, like, he created the world on, on, on Rosh Hashanah, right? And, you know, that's when he celebrated the creation. It's like, where did the Rabbanu go to get, like, stuff? Went to Home Depot, Lowe's, like, where did he go? He didn't go anywhere. So where did he get the material from? From within himself. So what does that tell us about the material even now? Like, we have this way of thinking, is that there's... There's Ruchnius, Slamal Mazman, that's Himmeldik, and then there's Tachas Azman, there's Gashmias. And when you think of it like that, uh, so now that you're an earthly bound creature, so now you have Natias, you have things that pull you in all different uh, negative directions and negative places, and, when you, and God forbid you make mistakes like that, so you have to do Tshuva Bechu. The Chiddush of Yom Kippur is, what are you talking about Gashmias? What are you talking about your body? What do you think your body's made of? Your body's made of the same material as the oil of Yom is made of. Ah, you don't see it like that. You don't experience it like that. That's because we're blind. But Be'etzem, the Chiddush of Yom Kippur is that that same system, which is Tachas Azman, is V'hoyu B'yom of Kiyom HaChadim That same system, which is Tachas Azman, is also L'mal Azman. What, what we experience is something that takes three weeks. Be'etzem, it's happening one day. So in other words, what we experience as something that's gashmi and material and that's bound by Zman, that's tachas Hashemesh, even what's tachas Hashemesh is be'etzel l'malma Hashemesh. And therefore the whole avoid of Yom Kippur is a what? Is earthly people living as if we're in heaven. That's what Yom Kippur is, right? To fast, not all the chamesh inuyim. Mamish living like malachim. So what's the sight of that? What's the, what is that doing? What's the tikkun of that? Stam to that we should have a bad day. What's the tikkun of that? The tikkun of, of Yom Kippur is, is that, there, that we're, we're bimachazik ourselves and we're reinforcing and we're revealing this truth, which is that that which we until now assumed is tachas azman, and that which we assumed until now is earthly, earthbound, subjugated to zman, affected by the movement of the, count, of, of, of the constellations, v'chulu v'chulu, which means that that what you start in Rosh Hashanah, it's going to have to wait till Shemini Atzeres. The Chiddush of Yom Kippur is that that's all true. Abraham Pninius, even, even Aretz, is also made of Shemayim. And therefore, on some level, that's the Pninius of, of Yom Kippur, is that what, what Be'etzim takes from Rosh Hashanah through Sukkot, on some deep level, is happening all Babasachas on Yom Kippur. Because even what's Lubtachas Azman, even what's Gashmi, Be'etzim is Lamal Azman, is Ruchni, it's all the same. And this is the ultimate Shuvah of Yom Kippur. You see, Averis come because we're earthly people, we're Gashmistic creatures, and therefore we're drawn to Gashmistic things, mm-hmm. and because of that we make mistakes. And once we make mistakes, you've got to fix those mistakes. So old Tshuva is fixing the mistakes. But the root issue is us seeing ourselves as human beings. So no Tshuva is fixing that. There's only one day of the year that fixes that problem. 
the one day of the year that, that fixes the problem of us even thinking of ourselves as human beings, Pashat, that are subjugated to Zman. And this is and there's another realm that's called Lamal Nazman, and we're just we're just not there. Yom Kippur fixes that. Because Yom Kippur is Megala that even as earthly earthbound and earthly people, which are Tachas Azman, it's Vahayubiyam of Kemachadamavasiyaisa. What is Tachas Azman is also Lamal Mazman. And what is taking three weeks is also one, one day. And what looks like human beings, you cut, you know, your finger prick, blood comes out. So it looks like we're human, that's and we're not. And that's what Yom Kippur is Megala. That's the Kate's Slich and Mechila. That's the highest level of Mechila and Slich and Kapar. Because you're not just fixing the, 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 the symptoms. You're getting to the root issue. The root issue that we have is that we think of ourselves as people. We're not people. We're we're chelik lekamim al mamish. We're shtik lekus. We're 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 kulei shemayim dek. I we're stuck in this place and we have to wait for the yichud till shmini atzeres. It's all hester ponim. It's all lamaris ayin. The truth is v'hayu biyamav k'machadim avasi. I said the truth is what looks like zman, what looks like gashmi is betzim ruchni. It's all the the rebbeinu created them both. It's an afkemina. You know, Tzadik has a zavart and I don't even know what time it is. It's already. Uh, yeah, two more minutes. So Rav Tzaddik has a vart. You know, Rav Tzaddik, the Gemara says, the Gemara says that uh, that uh, tefillah is a davar ami brumish loylam ubenei adam zalzlam bam. Right. So Pasha Rishah, what does the Gemara mean? It means that people don't take davening seriously. Rav Tzaddik says, you know what it means? Not to me, the Gemara is not talking about people don't take. Davening. The Gemara is talking about people that daven. It means like this: what you daven for, people are mezalzlam bam. Means what? I mean, what are you diving for? Bani Chaim Zayni. So we don't take that seriously enough. What do you mean we don't take that seriously? It's because when you daven for Bani Chaim Zayni, you think. I mean, myself included. We think that those are earthly things. It's just, and therefore, it's a little bit. It, and therefore, in the back of our minds, we're thinking to ourselves, like, really, it's unbecoming for me to speak to Melch Machim Lachim about my personal yana. But what am I supposed to do? I have no choice. Like my wife sends me to shul and she says, "You better daven for me." I'm like, okay, now I have no choice but to daven for for oil mazdik inyanim. Tefillah, the things that you daven for are dvarim ha'ayin demerumay shalaylam ubenei adam zazlam v'hem. Means that we 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 have to realize that the earthly things that we need, that we want, that we that we uh, that we need, they're not earthly at all. The same God that created heaven. Also created earth from the same material as he created heaven. I we don't experience earth as heaven. Okay, we have blinds, we have blinders on our eyes. We're not living Yom Kippur Dick. But Yaakov Avinu went through seven years of Malacha of work with love, and to him it was one day. Because that's the that's the ultimate tikkun. That's the Kate Slich and Mechila Kapar of Yom Kippur. That that which is which was until now experienced as Oilam Hazah which was until now experienced as Gashmi, which was until now experienced and subjugated and, 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 and shackled by the rules and regulations of Zman, that the, that the Binyan, the, the Tikkunin that started Rosh Hashanah only could eventually lead to a Yichud that's on Sukkis, comes Yom Kippur and says, that's all Lamar Sa'ayin. It's all Lamar Sa'ayin. But the truth is in Pnimi Pnimius, it's one day. It's not one day. And that's the site of Yom Kippur. So the avoid of Yom Kippur for us is to have those 24 hours for us to be able to rethink ourselves, to redefine ourselves. That we are not human beings that serve a creator. 
That's bechlal. That that's that's uh, that's that's a non yom kippur way of thinking. If you think of it like that, then you, then then you're tachas asman. If you're tachas asman, then you have a long then it's a, then it's a, then schlepped out. Then schlepped out. The avoid yom kippur is to redefine ourselves. No, we're not a human being. I am a merkava for the rebbeinu I'm a shtikel akos. That's who I am, and as such, I have to live up to it. I am, I am mission-oriented. I go through life every single moment, every single day, focused on bringing more hashpoyes to the world, more good to the world, more lakus into the world. But not, but not a human being like uh, trying to gather crumbs. Nah. That's what, that, that's what Yom Kippur does. That's the way of Yom Kippur. <clears throat> so that's, what, that, that, that's, again, going back. This is why... This is why, just very, very quickly, this is why Yom Kippur is that day where, again, when the girls would go out, the day of Shaduchim, is because that's the secret of, of Yom Kippur. The secret of Yom, of Yom Kippur is that that Yichud, which the Pashtas, should, which, which is not happening immediately, it's happening only after three weeks, the Chiddush of Yom Kippur is eh, Lamal Mazman. And if it's Lamal Mazman, it's happening that day. Ay, it's not that day, Lamar Sa'ay. The MS is that day because it's Lamal Mazman. That's the Chiddush of Yom Kippur. That, and again, that means that we're mamish, we have to see ourselves as ruchnistika people, ruchnistika creatures. We're not human beings at all. If you see yourself as a human being, that's a big rachmanus. Then, then, then you're putting yourself, you're being mazazel in yourself. You have, to, you have to see yourself as a, as mamish, a chelikal kamimam mamish, and in that way, in that way, then what you say is, is poyo. You know, that's the, that's the vibe of, of, the, of this tukuf. This whole tukuf is about that, of redefining and reorienting our position in the world, who we are, vis-a-vis the Rabbani Shalom, vis-a-vis creation. And, uh, and Hashem shall bless us, we should be to be able to, to, to turn, you know, that, that's why, you know, uh, it, all, all the davening of Roshan Yom Kippur is all revolving also about Gula, right? Malaycha kum kum yichvaydecha, v'yeda kopol ka'ata pa'altai, that's the ultimate gilu of Mashiach. The ultimate gilu of, of Gula is what? Is not for heaven to finally, you know, overwhelm earth. Not for Ruchnias to finally take control of Gashmias. The ultimate gilu of Yomayis Mashiach is, is that everything is made of the same material. Vieda kopol ka'ata pa'altai, even the, the, the physical side of reality will know the Rabbani Shalom as much as the Ruchni side of reality. That, that's, that's the gili of Mashiach. When the Ramah at the end of Mishnah Torah describes Lasalavai, the coming Mashiach, what he quotes the famous Pasuk, uh, that, uh, you know, Molas Kdes Hashem, Kamayim Liamachasim, like water fills the, fills the ocean. Uh, that description of water filling the ocean, the word Yam, what does the word Yam mean? Yam is a word that means both the water of the ocean and also the, 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 the ocean bed, the ground that contains the water. That same word, yam, means both. Because that's a description of what? Of, like the water is like, like the neshama and the ground is like the guf. And the same word describes both. Because that, umal ha'aretz deyes Hashem, kemayim liyamachasim. That the coming of Mashiach, it's not enough that the Neshama should know the Rabbani Shalom. The Tachlis is that the Guf should know the Rabbani Shalom as much as the Neshama does. And that's something that only comes through Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is that Avaidah of that, that which is experienced as Tachas Azman, that which is experienced as Gashmi, 
that's meshubed, that's stuck in that world as man, is also lamalam as man, at the same time as it's tachas as man. What looks like aretz is betzim shemayim. What look, what, that word which is the, the floor of the ocean is the same word as yam. And that's gul itself. Hashem should bless us. Takavish Bizakat have the Maikhan of Gul, the Maikhan of Mashiach, and see ourselves in such a way, see each other in such a way, see our kids, our families in such a way. That's Mamish not we're not dealing with people. You know, we're not, when you deal with your family, you're not dealing with people, you're dealing with, with Nishamas, you're dealing with Elakus. You're dealing with Mamish a shtick of the Rabbanish Lailam. You have to think of in that way. And the Rabbanish should help. If we have that Maikh, we have that mindset ourselves and vis a vis others, then the Rabbanish will bring us that day where Kimalar's Day Hashem command Mukhasim. Ruchnis and Gashmias all together will be able to serve their bodies from Meshachamach and Vizkal Tzedek Mervi Menu Amen. <laughs>